Hello and welcome to A Taste of CICS. Hosted by current students Alex Stevenson and Emma Pinchon, in each episode we plan to share our experiences along with those of our guests. We will be talking with alumni, faculty members, and other current students to give you a taste of what information and communication science is like here at Ball State University. Without further ado, let's get started. And I got eyes in the back of my head I'm seeing Take me for granted and you know I'm leaving I'ma take what's mine with the webs I'm weaving I could take this crap from seeing to believing Got a taste for blood Hello and welcome to A Taste of CICS I am your host Alex Stevenson and my lovely co-host Emma Pinchon So welcome This is going to be our first episode of our podcast here today this is going to be just a taste of CICS, right? So we aren't going to be giving you all of the deets, but we're going to be providing you with at least a little bit better picture of what CICS is all about here at Ball State. That's right. Our goal here um, is to talk through some of our own experiences with this program, talk with some guests about their experiences, um, and just give you guys a better idea of what makes this program different and better, really, than any other master's program that I've ever heard of or read about in the United States. So we've got a lot to cover here during our few weeks that we'll be doing this. So uh, we certainly do appreciate you here listening and joining us today. Absolutely. And you hit it right on the head. Um, CICS is very different than any other program that I've ever heard of. And I would say we're absolutely better than other programs. We're 11 months, uh, you're getting a master's degree in 11 months, and you're paying less than you would at most places. And that's largely in part due to our graduate assistantships that most students actually have the opportunity to get. Now, it doesn't pay for your entire tuition, but what it will do is pay for most of that tuition. And you'll also get a stipend to help pay for rent and food. So they take care of you a lot here. And it's really, really beneficial for students who come here from wherever they come from. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And uh, Alex and I are talking from a little bit different perspective because we are current, active, full-time on-campus students at CICS. So we are busy every single day, but it's good, right? We learn how to manage our time, keep up with not only uh, some really rigorous coursework, but also learn how to work uh, in a variety of different positions from those GA jobs. Um, so at Ball State and with CICS in grad school, you have the opportunity to work in not only just the Ball State CICS offices, but also in some other departments here campus-wide. Like you said, a lot of what we're going to be talking about is the on-campus experience, right? So that's what we have experience with. We're going to try to get a guest from the online version to come on and kind of talk about what that experience is like as well, because we do have a top-rated online program here at Ball State as well in the same department with information and communication science. So the online version is rated very highly as well. We are a little bit more biased towards this in-person experience because it has been an incredible last couple of semesters. We're closing in on our third and final semester here. We only have about nine weeks left. So it's been a great ride and we had a lot of fun and we want to share that with all of you. Eight and a half weeks from graduation, but who's counting? Who's counting? 
Who's counting? Right. Uh, but yes, you're exactly right. Um, so yeah, again, coming from the on-campus perspective here, I really think there's a lot of things that you gain from the experience by really being here every day and communicating with our peers. And that's really one of the things that drew me into CICS. I went to Ball State as an undergrad student and was able to um, observed to at least a certain degree how this program worked from an outsider's perspective. And I really appreciated the on-campus experience of how close it seems like everyone gets in a cohort or in a regular fall to summer semester-wise um, program here. Did you kind of get that feeling when you joined, Alex? Yeah. And actually, when I first started, I was very intimidated by the thought of grad school. So like that was very scary coming in, especially coming from a small school. Um, I went to a, a college where there were 1,600 total students on campus, and now I'm at a school where there's 20,000 students, and there's all of these different things. I'm about to do a master's program that's accelerated that I'm not very familiar with tech to begin with, so I was very scared. But there are a lot of different things that the program actually offers and almost forces you to do to kind of get you out of that comfort zone and to make you more comfortable with the people around you. Uh, we had a lot of different social learning events in that first semester to kind of get us out of that comfort zone, to get us out of our shell and get to know the other people in the program. And I think that was a huge help for me to be able to kind of relate and to get to know everyone else here. I agree. And even though I did go to Ball State for my undergrad, I felt a lot of those same kind of fears coming into this program here. I, I would say I differed from you slightly because I had this idea that grad school was going to be extremely competitive. It's cutthroat. Uh, you're not there to make friends. You're there to claw your way to the top and do your best to stay there. And I was so happy to see that that really isn't the case at all in this program. In fact, it's quite the opposite in my experience and from the other students that I've talked to and alumni I talked to uh, when considering to join this program. It's you don't get that feeling at all. You're really encouraged by your uh, peers, your professors, by alumni. Um, I really like how welcoming it is to um, come in with that kind of perspective. Yeah, and so there is an actual Student of the Year award that they give out here, and Dr. Jones actually recruited me as well, so it was kind of a talking point for him telling me that 12 of the last 13 student of the year awards have been given out to Alma College alums and coming from Alma College him and I both um, it was a big deal for him but now that I'm here it's not something that is a big deal for me it's not anything that I don't think I've heard any of us talk about it actually it's not that competitive here uh, we all want to see each other succeed we all want to help get through this type of program because it's not an easy program like we said it's accelerated it's two years of master's degree work packed into 11 months. So it's not easy, but everyone here wants to see you succeed. So even whatever awards there are at the end of the day, nobody's really cutting your throat to get to that award. Not at all. No, I, there's no, no feeling like that has ever come across to me. Um, and, and really, in hindsight, now that we're most of the way through this program, I don't think there's any way some of these classes could be passed if you have a really individualistic mindset coming in. Um, I think about some of the courses, uh, for example, the Python course that was offered um, not too long ago here. 
between our spring semester and summer semester, we had a one week university break. Um, but a few of us crazy people in this program decided to take a condensed one week Python course that was offered by one of our professors here, Dr. Coloda. And there is no way that that class could be passed without leaning on your friends and meeting together after class time to really put your heads together and recreate the formulas and things that we learned in that class. So um, just to speak to the point that, you know, you learn to work with other people, you learn to make friends and rely on those friends. I feel like much like you would do in the corporate world as well. And me coming in as a political science communication major, taking a Python coding programming class, I would have never thought in a million years that I was going to be taking that class. Um, honestly, the one week before summer really appealed to me, so I was like, let's get this over with, um, get a, get this class over with before summer starts. And that was the only reason I ended up taking it. I actually really enjoyed the class. I, I know nothing about programming or knew nothing about programming, I should say. Before that week started, now here I am. I can program sufficiently, I would say. I wouldn't go out and say that I'm the next best programmer there is coming out of grad school, but I know at least a little bit about what programming is and how to use different syntax and how to structure things like that. So I can do that and I can at least have conversations with people in my future career about programming and what different things go into that. So that's kind of the idea of a lot of these classes is not to get you to be an expert in that subject matter because there are experts in that subject matter for a reason. What we want to be able to do is kind of bridge that gap between the experts and the people who know nothing about that. So we're trying to just get exposed to all of these different things and hopefully we find something that we fall in love with. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think I remember Dr. Steele, one of our uh, the founders of this program and a professor that has worked here a number of years, um, talks about the technology component of this uh, master's program to be just enough to make us dangerous in a corporate setting in the professional world. Um, but this program also focuses a lot on building up uh, different skills outside of just technology. For example, we learn a lot about soft skills and how maybe we can become uh, a sort of liaison or a bridge between really tech-focused areas of a business and uh, the more sales-driven side. So things like that. We, we get a good breadth of what makes up the corporate world, I feel like, here. Maybe not um, becoming, like Alex said, uh, absolute wizards at certain things like coding, but we certainly learn a lot. We become familiar with a variety of different topics, and it's enough to make us dangerous, like they say. And that's really what people are looking for once we get out of here. So a lot of the ideas about grad school are that you're supposed to get this perfect degree, and it's going to be very specific towards what you want to do. And honestly, I think that having this versatility and getting those soft skills combined with the technical skills and then the social learning events combined with all of that to help us become better business people and to help us interact in those types of situations. It's it's a beautiful mix of the three to kind of prepare us for what it's actually like out there. Because if you're good at one thing, then they're going to hire two extra people. Instead, they can hire you and you can do all three of those things and excel at all three of those things and kind of, I mean, that eliminates two other 
people that they have to pay, so they're going to be able to pay you more. So um, we're being able to market ourselves as experts almost in three different fields and to be able to excel in three different fields with this program. Um, not only is the program excellent, but we are producing excellent alums. And we'll have some alums on here to be able to talk about some of the successes that they've had uh, after graduation and some of the things that they're doing. Um, we've heard lots of amazing stories from alums throughout the past two semesters already. So uh, we really want to get some of them on here to talk to you all about what they're doing afterwards because what's what good does it do talking about a master's program if you don't know what you're going to do after, right? Yeah, absolutely. And one of the best things about this program, um, aside from the curriculum and what we learn on campus, or if you choose to go the online route, is our alumni network here, right? It's a, a big flex for us, so to speak, because this program has been around now uh, almost 40 years, I believe. And each year, of course, we add a number of alumni who have gone out into the corporate world and in other ventures sometimes too and really have stayed true to their roots and to what they learned in this program. And they give back and they like to connect with current students and new alumni as they come out of these program, excuse me, come out of this program um, and venture into the job market. And to your point, what you talked about there before about social learning, um, that's one of the biggest uh, factors of this program's success, I believe. We have these social learning functions where we're able to connect with alumni um, and connect with other professionals in the industry. We have events such as a golf outing, um, wine tasting, things along those lines, where we're able to really leverage that alumni network that we have. And I really think that's such a strength this program has. Would you agree? Oh, big time, yes. And that's kind of what we, we have this running joke here at CICS. Um, we're the CICS mafia, and it has a lot to do with that loyalty that we see from our alum. They come back, they give back every year. We had the ski trip in Breckenridge this last year, Breckenridge, Colorado, and what do we have, 20 different alums? Something like that, I'd say, yeah. Yeah, so they're very willing to give back, and that's one of the things that helps us continue doing these social learning programs. Like you were saying with Dr. Steele a little bit ago, he has the Steele Fund to set up here at Ball State to be able to get those donations directly from our alums, and those donations go straight towards our social learning events. That's what helps pay for a lot of those because we can't do that if we're just getting the normal funding from the college. That's why they set it up as a center. There's a whole story about why it's a center and not a department, um, so that way they can do things like that and get that funding for these types of events. And it's huge. It's really what sets this program apart from other programs. Yeah, absolutely. No, there's no way we can understate that really. It's, again, speaking to that loyalty, it's really unique. I mean, of the other grad programs that I've learned about and talked about, I know of none that have really that same level of commitment um, over so many years, so many decades now even um, within this program. So really, really special stuff going on here. And it's the placement afterwards. Usually our alumni are making good money right away, um, but they end up making more and more and more and progressing throughout their careers very quickly because of all the opportunities that they've had here in CICS. And that's kind of what inspires a lot of them, so they say, and what we've heard. 
to kind of give back to the program and to help continue these types of events because they say that, that that's what helped them the most in their professional careers afterwards. Yeah, absolutely. And in our experience here too, I think I really got the chance to see the value in those social learning functions and to see this um, overall feeling of giving back and how important that is. Um, and now as we're approaching becoming alumni soon ourselves here in just a matter of weeks, um, I think we're starting to step into the shoes of preparing to give back to those who um, will be passing through this center again in future cohorts that will be coming through here. Um, again, we're starting to play up this idea of the CICS mafia here again. We stick together as a family, as a group. We have that connection from cohort to cohort, no matter the year that you graduated. We are the mafia, and we have to give back now. With that being said, hopefully some of you will be some of those students who are our future prospective students, and you will be joining the CICS mafia and with that great power comes great responsibility. And some of those responsibilities that you now have as members of the CICS Mafia, your first being that you continue listening to the podcast every week. We're planning on putting out a new podcast for, well, until we graduate. So you have at least eight more podcasts from us, and you have an obligation to listen to all of those. Your second responsibility is to share the podcast whether it be talking about it with a friend, a family member, or posting our link on your socials. You have the responsibility now to share that podcast every week that it comes out. Your third and final responsibility as a member of the CICS Mafia is to Google Ball State CICS and find some more information about it yourself. If you are looking at applying, look it up there, see what you can find. Um, get in contact with one of us or the center itself. You can reach out to our offices at our phone hotline, 765-285-1827. Our center GAs, our grad assistants, have been trained to receive messages. If you have any questions about what we do here at CICS um, or anything that you would like to hear addressed on our podcast, please do not hesitate to reach out to us there, um, and we would be happy to review your submissions and see what we can make happen with those. So we're going to have a lot more segments, uh, more regular segments in our future episodes. We'll talk about some of those in the next episode, and we're going to go over what those are and at least introduce one or two of them in our next episode to have some reoccurring events and some, hopefully some guests in our next episode as well. So look forward to that. And if there's anything else you'd like to add, Emma. No, I think that really wraps us up here for episode one of A Taste of CICS. So again, we really thank you for tuning in to us here today. Uh, please make sure that you reach out to us with any of those comments or questions that you'd like to hear us go through. And uh, we really look forward to putting out our next episode.